to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people, welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is February 27th, 2023, the last Monday in February, everyone, as we are hitting March next week. Spring is in the air. Easter's around the corner. We have so much going on, especially St. Patrick's Day. A couple announcements before we get started. Did you join our virtual networking hour last Wednesday with Topps Market's very own Jeff Cady, sponsored by AdTools? I hope you had a chance to network, engage, and have a little bit of fun throughout your day in the produce and supply chain industry. Now, we're in Las Vegas, Nevada. Why? Because it's the National Grocers Association show. We're talking all things independent grocers and learning more about technology, innovation, sustainability, and what's next for the marketplace. Now, in just a couple days, we are back in Orlando, Florida at the Walt Disney World Dolphin Resort. We are going to be at SEPC Southeast Produce Council Southern Innovation Show. So stay tuned as we'll be walking the show, doing interviews, and having some fun with all of our produce people there as well. For our featured guest today, we have Brian Barsness of Wholesaleware by Grub Market. Now, they are a new choice sponsor who is making waves in the produce and supply chain industry. They're disrupting through technology, innovation, and helping your warehouse inefficiencies. So we're going to talk to Brian. We're going to learn more about Wholesaleware. We're going to learn about the objective, mission, and vision of the organization. And overall, have a great conversation with Brian Barsness. Hopefully over this last week, we'll be able to see each other in person. But for now, let's get this episode started. Hey, Brian, welcome to the show. Hi, Patrick. Good to hear from you. Hey, great to have you back on. It's been about uh, almost two years since you were first on the podcast. I believe it was March of 2021. Uh, You were with a different company. We were recording in the hallway of SEPC. Do you remember? I do. Yeah, it was a it was a good show. It's always good to be at SEPC. Looking forward to uh, seeing you there again here in a couple of weeks. Things have changed. Things have changed <laughs> in two years. Things have always changed. And, you know, that's one of the funnest things of life is change and change is a good thing. Um, and yes, I'll be there. I'll be there. I always have song references, Brian, on my podcast and people love to say stop singing, but I love to sing. And I have a mic right here. So why not have a song reference to every time we're on the podcast, but I'm looking forward to it. I've got my graphic already made out with my lightsaber, Brian. So I'm ready to go for the, I think it was, is it the rise of produce or the legacy of produce, the saga? I, I'm, I know I, I mean, should I know this. Four right? lightsabers. Are you saying I should bring lightsabers? I'm just saying, bro. It, it, it we're Star, Trek, Star, Star Wars. Wars. It's Star Wars back in the game. I listen from from uh, what 2021 i remember walking around the the scpc show um saying yoda right i was like yoda yoda and uh say that was my hi to everybody so you know bringing back you know another uh star wars edition theme right yeah uh the final frontier no i am right it is definitely star trek not star wars star trek star trek bro the Star Wars, so to Star Trek is the, the final, final frontier, frontier is a Star Trek. I mean, I don't know how they oh, got wow. that past Disney. So that, that's also interesting because I guess I hear here's my thing. I looked on the website. This is months ago, and my mind automatically went to it was Star Wars because of two years ago. Seriously, 
Yeah, and which was a great show. It was a great show, but man, uh, now I, I gotta rethink my whole strategy on what my graphics that I made, or I would look like an idiot to all the Star Wars slash Star Trek people. Yeah, they'd be very disappointed in you, to say the least. Those are the type of people you don't really <laughs> want to be mad. Those are the people you do not want to piss you off. Man. Yeah, you, you piss the Star Trek mad. or Star Wars fan off. Hey, lights out, man. Lights. And they, they don't always like each other. Like that's that's the thing, you know. They they have very passionate debates about which is better. And a friend of mine explained to me, one is is science fiction, Star Trek, and one is science fantasy, Star Wars. So there's a very distinct uh, fascination there, I guess. I'm learning. I'm, I'm new to this, uh, this fandom. Um, and so, but apparently there's actually a lot of feasible science in Star Trek, which... You know, I think when it aligns to produce, are there any episodes that they go in and dig into growing in other atmospheres? I wonder. That's true. Like Star, Wars, yeah. Star Trek, you're right. And and again, it's so crazy. So, all right, SCPC, we need to have a talk because, you know, can't just go to Star Wars and Star Trek like that and confuse me like this. So I, I agree. It's it's the final frontier um, for all you Star Wars people. Just smack me when you see me. I have to re. Maybe I'll just go bald this one, man. I'll shave my head. You know, go bald. Um, you know. I want to talk throw... to wife on that one first. Just Ty, make sure. Ty's yeah. been trying to get me to shave my head, but I but uh, I told him I'd do it if he did it. But um, I don't know if it's going to get that far. But yeah, I'll be at SEPC. I'd have such a lumpy head, like it'd be all over. <laughs> they would show my bald spots faster, right? Like I, they would be like, "You are receding." <laughs> I have a big uh, cut down the middle of my head um, from a little tiff I had in high school with a football teammate of mine. Ooh. So yeah. I'd have a, I have a big old scar because he pushed nope. me into a locker. I'm good. That's why I didn't play football. Yeah, You're like, was, neither did I. You're like, neither did I. He just pushed me in the locker. <laughs> no, I did. And and he was a wide receiver. So uh, it probably wasn't the best move for him other than the fact that I thought if I got suspended or anything or fights or something like that in, in high school that nobody in college would take me. So I just walked away, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, feel, I feel you there, man. Well, it's always good to catch up with you, man. So obviously two years later, we're in a different, we're in a different space, right? Oh, wait. Yeah. The final frontier. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> we're in a, we're in a, you're in a new space, man. Um, we've talked about uh, wholesale wear by grub market Heck, we've heard a lot of the industry about it. People talk about it. Uh, but now I think it's the time to get to know wholesale wear by Grub Market. I told you before we started this, you know, I myself don't even know too much about the organization. Obviously, you know, being a consultant, uh, being on the citrus side of things, uh, your programs are different from, from what I use, I say, at the packing house, right? Which is uh, either famous or produce pros, right? So other software that is in our packing house, and we're just not... I guess I'm not knowledgeable or even understand what wholesale uh, where does. So, uh, you know, for our listeners out there, if you haven't heard about wholesale mar market, uh, Brian, please give us a like a thirty thousand foot overview, you know, of the corp of corporation, you know, and what you guys got going on for the produce and supply chain industry. Yeah, you know, I think once the thing is the one thing that's special about wholesale or by grub market, it is truly made by the industry for the industry. And you can't tell the story about wholesaler without talking a little bit about our parent company, Grub Market, right? And um, so 
a lot of people wonder about what the play is. It's just a vertical play. Nothing that's that's necessarily unique to to business. Our founder, Mike Shu, is also our CEO. He comes from the likes of oracles of the world, right? And had a true passion for food and specifically the American farmer. And one of the ways in, in, in his early days, and as is, happens when, when tech sometimes comes into our industry, they, they, they have a passion for it. I mean, who doesn't like food, first of all? Uh, second of all, who doesn't like food that's good for you, like fruits and vegetables, right? So knowing that strategically for this country that the American farmer is, is essential and important, uh, that farmers for the world are essential and important, uh, especially thing again uh, the good the the fruits and vegetables that go to to your your general health. I know you're you're pretty big on eating fruits and vegetables, Patrick, um, and promoting that. Uh, we have the cancer fighter in fruits and vegetables, like one of the number cardiac disease. Eat more fruits and vegetables. I mean, it is the medicine that all doctors would would prefer you to be on quite frankly. And, and so his passion for that led him to start Grub Market, uh, believing that you could connect the consumer as direct to the farmer with technology. And then there's a lot of auxiliary benefits uh, within that. Um, he also felt very much and listened that the consumer wants to know where their food supply chain is coming from, right? Wants to be able to connect with their local farmer, but it understands that fruits and vegetables are also essential year round. So um, being able to do that very, via technology was where he started with a home delivery type system, which needless to say has become very popular from many different platforms. Uh, and, and we're heavily in the LA and San Francisco markets. We do Boston and Michigan, and we'll be expanding to additional markets here soon for that consumer side of the business or e-teller, if you will. Um, in getting in that, he learned very quickly that it's important to have people who know how to get your product. It's important to have people who have a very in-depth knowledge, have their relationships of food. And uh, so quickly began a trek to acquire several wholesalers uh, in order to be able to supply that that um, e-commerce aspect, the, the e-teller, if you will, uh, uh, to the industry, to the consumers, and, and especially to get the level of quality that he, that he was expecting to be able to deliver to the consumer um, especially to have the relationships with the local people as best as possible. Um, and, and that's what started the ascension of what we ultimately are now. And, and that's a, a food company um, with, uh, you know, extreme passion for technology. And uh, so we're able to kind of do both. We're, we're first and foremost at, have tech at our heart. Um, we're first and foremost looking to continue to change the industry. You can see that in our posts for a positive change in the industry, uh, leveraging technology. Uh, so once we got into that space, we realized that that we didn't necessarily like the technology that was out there to serve our needs as a growing and, and new uh, new breed of company. So with, with a technology forward type of asset industry, we have both, I mean, we're known in this industry for our produce companies, of course, uh, such brands as Sunfed, and Salix and, and many others, uh, Terra, um, Sierra. I mean, there's a lot we'd, we'd spend some time talking about those. But at the same time, too, we also have protein companies. So we have meat wholesalers and, and other areas. Uh, we're a big diversified company as well with other technologies, uh, such as payments and the ability to process transactions. Obviously, that will play into the software aspect of things. So um, 
there's a lot of things that that we're trying to pull together in order to create this 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 new generation that the, the final frontier possibly uh, of a company they ain't letting me live that one down what's that you're not letting me live that final frontier one down. Yeah, yeah no. Um, I mean, it's a common mistake, Patrick. You should, you shouldn't. Hurt. It shouldn't be because I'm not a Star Trek fan. This is why. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm sitting here. I had to look up the 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 uh, the final frontier. It says Star Trek, and I was like, crap. Uh, but I know you have a passion for science, so maybe we've we've found. Oh, man, maybe I might have to you. watch it one day. Yeah, this this new fandom. I can honestly tell you, I've never watched it. But we got to not get off track because we, can we can't get, get off track, track again. But, you know, what I see, too, is like there's so many technology companies, Brian, that have come up. Heck, we've talked about it. I mean, how many times have we hung out? We've been hanging out for the last two years. We've talked about technology companies. We've talked about the issues, right? We've talked about the opportunities. There's a lot. But what's happening in the produce space, and please tell me if I'm wrong, I feel like there's like stacks and stacks and stacks of technologies that companies that are coming up. And I'm not sure if they're focused on the right thing. Now, again, you don't have to answer that, but I just, my, my question was, do you feel there's a lot of technology companies coming up offering one-stop shops versus, uh, I mean, I mean, not one-stop shops, but maybe a version of we do this, but we don't do this compared to offering an end-to-end support for uh, like inventory management, pricing analytics, repacking and manufacturing, the supply chain and safety traceability, logistics, e-commerce, like you guys do. I see it more and more that just tech companies are coming in and trying to do maybe one out of those five to seven things. You know, it's a very hot thing to do um, is always talk about food tech. And and many companies have come in here and uh, over the years, not just post COVID, right? But over the years, many, many companies have tried. I mean, I've been doing this now uh, in produce specifically in produce tech for almost 20 years. And I've seen companies come, I've seen companies go. And oftentimes what the issue is, is you've got Silicon Valley coming in to try and tell our industry what to do. Like, this is how you need to do it. And the reality of it is that's not the case. We are food, fresh food, and especially produce uh, is different. It it just is. And, you know, I was sitting in the room with a major retailer, their tech team there, as well as the director of food. um, And, you know, he, he, his quote, and I'll never forget this was if you can figure out produce, everything else is easy. Oh, I said that, not not him. What's that? I said I said that. That was me. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's not a. I don't think you know. I know. I, know. I, just, I know. On that phrase. I but, agree. But from a technology perspective, there's so many what if scenarios. There's so many judgment calls in produce that it makes it really hard to code for. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I it, it, we're we're talking about science fiction and science fantasy, right? Sometimes I look at people and I go, "Yeah, I, I can't code for that because my ESP is off, right?" Like, mm. I just I can't. Yeah. The module for reading minds is not there now. With AI, whole yeah. another subject. We could probably talk about that another another time as things are going. There's some really cool things and really scary things, and I get it. Um, and and of course we'll 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 get there. But I think that there's some smart areas where you can you can leverage AI, uh, but but uh, artificial intelligence, of course, for for everybody, if they if they're not familiar with that term. Hey, listen, um, it's the final frontier. Or, or the final fruit tier. Oh, you're changing it to the final frontier. I'm just saying. That has a ring to it. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, if you go back to my to my old days, you know, you can't see this, uh, everybody, but I've got a magazine that clearly shows the final frontier because you know, that's just what it is. But yeah, final frontier. Don't. SEPC, I'll let you have it. Go ahead. The final fruit. You're on the board for crying out loud. I'm not on the board yet. Oh, 
David Sheridan, if you're listening, someone thinks I'm on the board. We should probably reevaluate this. But yeah, oh, no, I'm, on, yeah. I'm on the education committees. Uh, education I'm, I'm, committees I'm heavily yeah. involved in SEPC, but yeah. No, it's a good I, organization. It's a great or it's a great organization. And and uh I can't wait to celebrate with them uh as well. Um, so Brian, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, uh, I want to kind of talk about what to expect, you know, from the organization, uh, talk a very small about some of the companies uh, that you guys are integrated with, right? And then maybe some of this, uh, the value of the company. We want to let everybody know uh, that regardless, right, tech company, grower, packer, shipper, marketer, broker, wholesaler, distributor, I mean, everybody no. in our industry within a supply chain, we're here to create knowledge for you. So we'll be right back. JGLC, the place to be, a third-generation, family-owned and operated asset-based company. Throughout their 60 years in business, integrity, reliability, and loyalty to their customers has remained their top priority. JGLC guarantees 24-7 communication with your personal logistics coordinator. They offer competitive pricing without sacrificing services. They operate throughout the United States and Canada. JGLC's customers count on them for dependability and dedication carried out on every order, every time. 60 years of service for all your trucking needs. Visit them at JGLC.com for your custom quote. Discover orchard freshness on Amazon Fresh with Arctic Apple Slices. Arctic Apple stays orchard fresh longer than other prepackaged, pre-sliced apples. This means less waste and no more half-eaten apples. Plus, you'll love the undeniable freshly picked flavor. Arctic Apple Slices are available in convenient grab-and-go bags in both Arctic Golden or Arctic Granny varieties in select markets on Amazon Fresh. Packable, snackable, 100% irresistible. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from Dynamite sponsors creating dynamite content for the produce industry. Today, I got one of my friends on the line, Brian Barsness of Wholesale Wear by Grub Market. Uh, not just about the company, more about the relationship. I have great times hanging out with Brian, talking produce and supply chain, and even things like meats, poultry, fish. Brian has things that we talk about that level me up as well. Glad to have him on the show. So, Brian, welcome back. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, excited to always catch up with you. Oh, always, man. And and again, you know, it's trade show season. So we are going to be out and about over the next few months from Orlando to Texas to Canada and more, everyone. Uh, so stay tuned, stay updated because you'll see us uh, at some of these shows and you might catch Brian on one of our live sessions too. So 
sure stay tuned and be prepared brian at all times when i might just come around with the camera and be like you ready for this don't 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 that's my second song today bro that's my second one fast i can't run away from you i guarantee you you're faster than i am i'm very fast i'm very fast and i know and i know a little bit of my jujitsu to keep you in one place for at least a few minutes of time listen whether you're a lineman a wrestler or an archer, everybody goes to sleep the same way. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and what scares me is I can sleep pretty well. So, you know, you put me out, and I'd I'd probably just be there for. The you take a hour. nap for two hours, wake yeah. up, and go. What yeah, happened? This mat is comfy. Oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you come to Tampa and you have that day to visit with me. I'm going to take you to the jujitsu studio so you could have fun with me for a couple hours and uh, have fun in my workout that I do four four times a week. I'm having a blast doing it, man. But I always mess with my friends because I'm always like, I'm going to get you. Watch out. I'm going to get you. <laughs> and jokingly in the in a joking way, right? Maddie Fisher is all I now has been trying to like, kick your butt. I'm not going to lie. Maddie's been trying to catch me. She's been trying to like go up behind me, catch me in like a rear naked choke. And I'm like, Mm-mm. I'm like, Maddie, I can, I can sense it. Like I can sense now that you're coming for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Street fight. You can still kick my butt. That's right sense. straight up. <laughs> yeah. Anybody could, you know, Molly from SCPC, speaking of Molly from SCPC, she goes, we're, we're on a, a bus one time heading to an event and Molly learned that I, I did uh, jujitsu and she goes, I'm not going to lie, Patrick. She goes, I just think of Napoleon dynamite when I think about you fighting <laughs> <laughs> and i was like man i'm that nice of a guy huh yeah uh, man i'm more like uncle rico because i would take state you know you're <laughs> <laughs> talking about uh, how all day. oh my references are on point today they are on point uh all right so well, except for the original star wars versus star trek i am so upset about that i thought i was on the right track this morning when i came here i was like i'm gonna create this graphic i got a lightsaber i'm deleting that at this point now i'm just gonna delete it and start way over again and i'm not even a star trek fan so i'm not even sure what kind of graphic to make like a laser gun like what um, should I get their little suit on? Like, I'm okay. I don't know anymore. It's easy. Know. It's a shirt and like a uh, button. So and, a lap- and like a little easy. lapel pin. Yeah. And some black pants. I mean, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Lord, calm, like a uh, bathrobe. <laughs> I, I just, listen, I'm glad I didn't order like my Spider-Man costume for two years ago, because I would have killed myself. I would have come with a Star Wars outfit and people would be like, someone didn't get the memo. <laughs> They'd be like, what are you they taken your, They would have taken your Star Wars fan card and you wouldn't be able to come back. Oh, they would have They would have told me, hey, we appreciate you, but you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy I can help. I'm happy I can. Oh gosh, you just made my whole. And save you just, saved, you just saved me from so many more conversations of being blasted. So, well, let's get back to it, man. I mean, so when we look at you know wholesale wear, you know, by Grub Market, there's a lot of of things that are happening, right? Because it is a, I say, a new organization. It's buying produce companies. It's a tech company that is elevating the produce industry, and this is what I'm learning about. Um, so I'm trying to figure out too. 
what's new and what to expect from the organization because it seems like everything's new, right? Because the produce people, all this is new in a way of it coming together. Famous would offer a program, right? Produce pros would offer a program. But like I said before, now it's like these companies are coming together, offering these larger solutions. So what's on the rise? Like what's on the horizon for, for wholesale wear? Yeah, well, I think that that's what's awesome. Going back to kind of where we left off on that, um, you know, so we we have these companies, we looked at the dynamic and, and, and some of those legacy software companies, you know, they, they've treated our industry fairly decently for, for a decent amount of time, but but we just felt like that there was something that was needed that's new and something that could be able to be a little bit more vertical across uh, all different spectrums, right? So grower, packer, shipper, wholesaler, you've gone through them um, all the way up to our e-tailer. Now the e-tail side does use a, a little bit different technology from that side of things, but, and then the synergies that you can build using communication tools and technology uh, there. So as a tech company who specializes in food, being able to then uh, transact, buy, sell, inter- I mean, uh, in between our companies. And then of course, I think the diff- which other companies have done by the way in our industry as well. There, there are several large companies, they've developed some of their own software. The difference is they didn't share it with other people. And so being able to, what our CEO uses is, is democratize software, meaning allow it to be available to everybody at a reasonable price uh, and to have the, the, the next leading technology um, that is safe, that is private, uh, that is secure, right? Uh, those are things that are very important. Um, I mean, one of the, the softwares just last year alone a legacy software, some of their customers, they had 20 some odd ransomware attacks last year in Protus alone. Uh, and that's not the software necessarily, but that's people trying to manage their own servers. Listen, we're hosted in AWS. Amazon's one of the largest companies in the world. Uh, they spend hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in security every year. Like that's your first line of defense. And, and so just that alone is game changing because you have a bunch of other, like I said, uh, old legacy softwares where you had to you had to be that tech. You had to understand what the nefarious uh, forces out there in the world are going to try and do. And, and there was an FBI notification warning everybody last year in food and that, that we have some uh, opportunities for growth uh, in terms of our, our security for these companies. And, and so we get to be that for our companies, um, maintaining their data, maintain, making sure that it's private, um, obviously, it's not shared, and uh, but at the same time, like allowing a one-user customer. So we have one-user customers that um, they're able to get in at a, at a fair price, and we have much larger 100-plus user customers as well. And so we've already, in the short time that we've been doing this, been able to, to help people with their businesses and growing businesses and get on a software where maybe that one-user customer is able to and and to grow into that 100-user customer and not have to change software. So that's pretty exciting. We'll continue to be releasing more features. We do have a couple huge, uh, quite frankly, new products I can't share with you yet, but maybe later in the year, we'll be able to talk about uh, that everybody will be able to participate with, even if they're not necessarily on our ERP software. Uh, and, and so the ERP is the core software. That's wholesaleware by Grub Market. That is where you're going to be doing your inventory, your invoicing, if you'd like. Um, obviously POs, sales orders, grower accounting, WMS. There's a lot of features, which is warehouse management systems. So scanning, uh, even if you want to scan into a specific location, multiple warehouses, 
Um, and, and I think one of the other cool things about what it is we're doing here is we've been able to acquire a lot of talent from the industry as well. So we have our team, although the, the product is, is relatively new uh, over the past couple of years, um, our team has, uh, has not, is not new in the sphere. They, they, they've spent a lot of time doing Protus technology. And so we've been able to acquire from um, a lot of our competitors and other locations, some of our uh, you know, own companies and be able to promote from within and create a domain knowledge um, that ranges from Canadian agriculture, right? And being able to go across the border to, to obviously domestically, to importers, to exporters. So that wealth of knowledge has been dumped and continues to be dumped into the feature set of this product just to make it as intuitive as possible. So last year alone, we added almost 55 companies onto the software. Uh, we continue to grow. That is a extremely fast pace in, in the ERP space. And um, and this year hasn't slowed down. So we're super, super swamped. And that's a good thing. Um, and, and that's just because I think of, of again, how simp simplistic it is to, to get onboarded, how fast we can do that compared to, to uh, the, the, the typical competitors in the space, uh, as well as the cost that's involved. It's very price competitive. Gotcha. So I can't wait to hear about some of the new things as again, I'm still learning about wholesaleware. Uh, by Grub Market, trying to understand. Because uh, again, we have software at the packet house. Like I said, and I'll be real, man. Sometimes it's like we got to have an extra Excel spreadsheet to make sure that some of the other softwares are kind of creating the you right me numbers. When you talk about Excel spreadsheets, Patrick. I know. That's why I said it because I know. I can eat a lot of spicy food. Doesn't give me heartburn. But you, you, but you talk about Excel spreadsheets. spreadsheets. I'm, I'm starting to get a little, little heartburn here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Life should I mean, not be lived in Excel spreadsheets. And, and it shouldn't, but you know, if you go back to 2009, right? Um, I remember when I worked for a gentleman and we were starting a business together, he wanted to use like Access Database, right? And he was like, I'll build everything through Access Database. And I loved it, right? Because it was cool. It was new. There was clickables, right? And, and that's when really some of the other companies that you know we've talked about were just out there and that was it but i remember he had the access database and then we added an excel spreadsheet so we always had to double enter because he just in case right just in case why did and, people in, in small growing businesses do that back in the day they did it because the cost of getting onto a true you know market leading oh. software was crazy and it still is today I mean, there are companies out there that are paying six figures plus for technology that was built in the 80s and 90s for crying out loud. Like that, that's, I agree. that's crazy. I, I I agree, man. It's And even when I was a broker, I mean, I was a broker back in the days of 2009 to 2015. And, oh, there's no way I could afford software, man. And we were doing... Jeez, I mean, we were like the number 30th. And I say 30, this is a really good number of like pineapple importers. And we did a lot of great, we did so much to our Excel spreadsheet. We were going through 30, 40, 50 POs, you know, in four or five days sometimes, but we'd have to enter it there. And then we had the copy 01, you know what I mean? Because we had to have one that could be adjusted. And then sometimes we'd have a master copy because we would print them out and let people take them for POs. Like I didn't have, an actual system to bring it all together. And then if I did, I was like, you know, it was only famous. It was only, it was something that didn't work in a broker's world for me. Right. So yeah. I think it's, I think it's cool that we're starting to see a lot of other, other companies uh, that are bringing up into this, you know, why fresh, why are we focusing on fresh? I think you answered that, that question because, you know, people want to know where their food comes from. 
transparency of supply chain. Traceability so, built into the right? software. I mean, and, and, and everybody is, traceability should be built into the software just based upon the, the the natural flow of your business, right? You shouldn't have to do a million extra steps just to get traceability. That's, that's right. Not the requirement. We've got we've got a binder of you know seventeen binders on a bookshelf that has to be right. Obviously, you got to have them printed either way, even if you have it on the software, right? We still have to have all these traceability, sustainability, uh, recall, traceback protocol booklets, and you know what they have in these booklets are blank forms. So when something does happen, you can rip the form out. And I'm sitting here going, I- And there's no I, historical record. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, uh, yeah, this is why ag sometimes is 30 years behind the times because we're sitting here printing paper still. I had a guy tell me the other day, he was, he was waiting for a fax to come in. And I go, oh, I said like on a PDF on the computer. He goes, no, I'm at the fax machine. I was like, people still do that, huh? And he was like, what you, and he literally said, what do you mean? And yeah. I go, I, I had to stop. I was like, hey, good talking to you, brother. Like, <laughs> I was like, but at the same time, like you can't, a software can't, and this is what I get back into the Silicon Valley world, right? Like they, they, they assume that, that everybody's just going to change overnight. And so if you have a software that's adaptable to somebody that still wants to be able to do things in paper and wants to be able to still have that, maybe there's some trust issues with technology because it's new and whatever we can do that, right? That That's what I mean by having something built by produce and understanding that I can I can make, you know, somebody who wants to go completely digital happy on my software and I can make somebody who still wants some, some physical printouts happy as well. And it's really, quite frankly, not that hard if you know what you're doing. <laughs> I like I like that you say like that. The fax yeah. machine. The fax machine is a stretch for me. You yeah, I mean, listen, I used to use, I used to fax orders on it uh, back in 2005, you know what I mean? 2007, but- I think the fax machine, we stopped using the fax in about 2013, 2014. And what's crazy is this has nothing to do with us, right? But like with PACA, um, we're not in PACA claims, but in PACA, they actually prefer faxes over emails. So sometimes you will actually see people faxing, even if they send an email, because a fax is more of a confirmed purchase order and acceptance, which I think is crazy because- it could go to a department that nobody even sees, but literally the, and I've had this cause I've, I have been in a packet claim before in my lifetime. And I was like, Oh, they're like, Oh, well they sent you faxes, you know, this day, this day, and this day. And I was like, I don't have a fax machine. I literally told them, I was like, I don't have a fax machine. And yeah. it was an old number that they were just, they could, they would fax to the telephone line. Right. So it, it was funny because I was like, yeah, we stopped using a fax machine. We, we stopped using that. Oh, well, they faxed you over everything. Even well, we PACA would fax the documents. Right? At least huh? we change faster than the government. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Well, listen, Brian, we're going to conclude our show. I appreciate you coming on today. I can't wait to hear about more of the companies that Wholesale Whereby Grub Market has, or not Wholesale Whereby Grub Market has purchased Grub Market has, to, to yeah. bring into, right? Yeah, I want to talk about, you know, the food supply chain. I want to talk about some of those traceabilities. And I'm looking forward to talking to you about that in the future. Coming on as a new choice sponsor for 2023 has been amazing. And we're just getting into learning more about Wholesale Wear by Grub Market. So I thank you for coming on today, Brian. Thank you, Patrick, for your time. Uh, thank you for the listeners' time. And uh, look forward to learning more and, and, and contributing to the overall growth of, of fresh fruits and vegetables for America. That's what I'm talking about. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. 
For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.